So next, uh, by Bhakta Nabajit. Wow, we are getting late. <clears throat> Question by Bhakta Nabajit. Hare Krishna Prabhuji Pranam. Pranam. The remedy is the association of the Bhagavatas. There are two types of Bhagavatas, namely the book Bhagavata and the devotee Bhagavata. The book Bhagavata is full of information about the personality of Godhead and his pure devotees who are also Bhagavatas. Bhagavat book and person are identical. 1.2.18 purport. Please explain and elaborate on the book Bhagavata types. The book Bhagavata means the Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavatam or the Bhagavad Gita or any book authorized uh, authorized book on devotional service that is Bhagavat. So of course the Srimad Bhagavatam is specifically Bhagavat. Even otherwise the um, like Chaitanya Charitamrita it is also a Bhagavat means about Bhagavan. Bhagavad Gita means song by God and Bhagavat means about Krishna, about God. So, Chaitanya Saritamrita is also about Krishna. It's all about Krishna and devotional service to Krishna. So, all these books are Bhagavat book types. So, they are Shruti, Smriti and in the Smriti literature also there is, apart from the so literatures given by the by Vedavyas, also authorized Acharyas in the Sampradaya like Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami. All these books like Prabhupada's books, all are Smriti. So, all these are book Bhagavata. And especially here, the book Bhagavata is mentioning the Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, so, that is being exp- uh, referred to here. Book, book Bhagavata and the person Bhagavata, who can explain the book Bhagavata. So, that's how we have to understand. <coughs> Authorized books. We can't hear about Krishna from somebody who is not from a Sampradaya. That is not a Bhagavata. That is something else. Hmm. Next question. Mm. By Madhumita Mataji. The question is Hare Krishna Prabhuji, as per 1.2.7 Srimad Bhagavatam, please elaborate causeless knowledge. Pranam. Pranam. So, 1.2.7 causeless knowledge. Let's go to causeless knowledge. 1.2.7 Vasudeve Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayojitaha Janayatyashu Vairagyam Jnanam Chayadahaitukam By rendering devotional service unto the personality of Godhead Shri Krishna, one immediately acquires causeless knowledge and detachment from the world. What is causeless knowledge? What, what does it mean? I was also actually thinking about this before. Now, knowledge usually has a cause. Like, for example, um, the scientists, the Aroha Pantha. That means, mm, how to say, for example, um, Newton's laws of gravity. I mean, Let's take that as an example. Now, he discovered the law of gravity when he saw the apple fall. 
so that falling of the apple was the cause that this knowledge became known to us um, so this is all cause the knowledge which has cause and also with the instruments that we create we try to understand more and more and more so these instruments are the cause of that knowledge now causeless knowledge means one which is received in the descending process or the avaroha pantha which means that we are receiving directly from krishna cause means there is a start there is a start so this knowledge has a start at, at some point in time the so called aroha pantha way of knowledge aroha pantha means ascending process of knowledge that means we increase our awareness based on a previous understanding so descending process is we receive directly from the lord that knowledge does not start at a time it is always there there is no start point there is no cause for the knowledge to exist it is it always existed causeless mercy for example what is causeless mercy causeless mercy means the supreme lord does not have a reason for being merciful you see uh, it's not that um, he is merciful to anybody he does not need to actually come here as avatar and and teach us bhagavad gita we are have we have already you know gone away from him long gone why is he coming again and again why oh sorry i kicked the camera sorry okay so why he is coming again and again for our benefit so causeless mercy so there's no cause for being merciful like that but he is merciful and since when he has been merciful since time immemorial there is no cause there is no start and this knowledge also it did not come as an effect of something else that happened no it always existed this knowledge causeless knowledge we are part and parcel of krishna has always been the truth since time immemorial it is never come into exist that knowledge did not come into existence because of certain you know um situation no it was not an invention an invention means it started at a certain point in time but it did not causeless knowledge hmm? it has no of course krishna is the cause of all knowledge but the cause the knowledge itself was not started at a point in time just like we we did not start at a time there is no beginning we did not come into existence at a certain point in time we were always there it's only very difficult to understand how can something exist without a start that is because of our material condition but that's a fact that everything is without a start uh, the supreme lord is without a beginning and we also are without beginning okay now next question what is this big question by tapasya uh, kindly ex- give explanation to on this verses 12 11 6 to 8 and 11 to 12 wow these kind of questions are complicated always because it will be like it will become like a big class again you know i'll try to keep it as short as possible and you know me i am very bad at keeping it short let's try 
क्वेश्चन बाय भक्त सॉरी तपस्या प्रभु हरे कृष्ण प्रभु धनवत प्रणाम धनवत प्रणाम ऑल ग्लोरिश प्रभुपाद काइंडली गिव सम एक्सप्लेनेशन ऑन दिस वर्सेस डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ द महापुरुष ट्वेल्व इलेवन सिक्स टू एट एंड ट्वेल्व इलेवन एवर इलेवन टू ट्वेल्व लेट्स गो टू एक्चुअल वर्सेज ऑन द दिस वन ट्वेल्व इलेवन सिक्स टू एट This is the representation of the supreme lord as the universal person in which the earth is his feet the sky his navel the sun his eyes the wind his nostrils the demigod of procreation his genitals death his anus and the moon his mind the heavenly planets are his head the directions his ears and the demigods protecting the various planets his many arms the god of death is his eyebrows shame his lower lip greed his upper lip delusion his smile and moonshine his teeth while the trees are the almighty purusha's bodily hairs and the clouds the hair on his head these are descriptions of the virat purusha no what is difficult to understand his flower garland is his material energy comprising various combinations of the modes of nature His yellow garment is the Vedic meters, and his sacred thread, the syllable Om, composed of three sounds. Because usually the the thread, the sacred thread, has three threads, and sometimes in multiples of three, three, six, nine, like that. So the Om composed of three sounds, A, O, and M. Um. In the form of his two shark-shaped earrings, the Lord carries the processes of Sankhya and Yoga. and his crown bestowing fearlessness on the inhabitants of all the worlds is the supreme position of brahmaloka so this is um, this is the description of the virat purusha what explanation you need so in fact in the purusha sukta also these are mentioned uh, <coughs> sahasra shirsha purusha sahasraksha sahasrapat सभूमि विश्व वृत्वा अत्यतिषदशांगुम पुष एवेदगुम सर्व यदूत यव्यम उतामृतत्शानदनाहति एंड लेटर ऑन इन द सेम पुरुष सूक्त इट इज सेड ब्राह्मणो मुखमासीत बाहूराजन्य ऊरूतदस्वैश्य पद्भ्यागम शूद्रो अजायत सो द ब्राह्मण क्षत्रिय वैश्यस एंड शूद्रज आर कमिंग फ्रॉम डिफरेंट पार्ट्स ऑफ द बॉडी ऑफ द लॉर्ड हेड आर्म्स बेली एंड लेग्स सो दैट इज अनदर फीचर ऑफ द विराट पुरुष एंड ऑल्सो चंद्रमा मनसो जाता चक्षो सूर्यो अजायत मुखादिंद्रश्चाग्निश्च प्राणुरजायत नाभ्या आसीत अंतरक्ष शीर्षोद्यौसमर्तता पद्भ्यागम दिशा स्त्रोत्रा तथा लोकागम कल्पयन सो दीज आर ऑल फ्रॉम द ऋग्वेदस ऋग्वेद पुरुषसूक्त मंत्र सो ऑल दीज आर ऑल्सो सेंग द सेम थिंग्स नाभ्या आसीत अंतरक्षम द वास्ट स्पेस इज एक्चुअली हिज नेवल द स्पेस इन हिज नेवल so in that way it is described and chandrama manaso jataha the moon is his mind and actually if you see in astrology 
the moon governs the minds of everybody so if a person ha- is having some mental instability or something if you go to the astrologer he will see the situation of the moon where is the moon situated how is it influencing him so why this is so because of the universal form the moon is the mind of the supreme lord so in this world the moon affects everything and whoever is mentioned here not here in the in the 6 to 8 the sky is his navel the earth is his feet padbhyagam tadisha sadisha strotrat srotrat tatha lokagam kalpayan so earth is his feet and sky navel sun chakshu suryo ajayata the wind his nostrils pranad vayur ajayata all these are you know in the in the purusha sukta also prajapatis charate garbhe antah ajayamano bahudha vijayate so all these prajapati so again the demigod of procreation his genitals death his anus Niv- uh, what is that nirriti uh, nirriti that is uh, anus the process of death is anus so in this way everything is compared to the body of the supreme lord so all these features we know we know there is death we know there is sun we know there is wind we know there is procreation we know there is genitals we know there is earth we know there is there are directions Mm, what is that 13 14 sarvata pani padam tat sarvat okshi shiro mukham what is that sarvam avritya tishthati mm? 13 14 bhagavad gita chapter 13 text 14 sarvata shrutimal loke having ears shrutimat having ears everywhere are his hands and legs his eyes heads and faces and he has ears everywhere in this way the super like super soul exists pervading everything so same thing disha srotrat disha srotrat that means the directions are his ears that is also in the purusha sukta um the demigods protecting the various planets are his arms the god of death is his eyebrows shame his lower lip and all these things so the trees are the bodily hairs so in this way so we know all these things exist but now they are connected to different parts of the lord so that we can start to conceptualize the form of the lord the whole point of this is to understand the po- uh, the the um, form of the lord so now we are you know we are seeing the sun we are seeing so many things but now we have to correlate everything with the form of the lord so we have to bring our mind from all these diverse things to the form of the lord so to direct a person in this way these descriptions are given the universal form is given so that he may slowly but the, a devotee he is not very much interested in the universal form in fact arjuna was in fact fearful of it he immediately wanted to see saumya roopam please show me your very beautiful form then he showed his 400 form and then the 200 form of krishna a devotee is more interested in that form because he can lovingly reciprocate he can he can serve the lord in a universal form he cannot serve the universal form it's too vast and too ghastly 
so it doesn't arouse the devotional sentiment of the devotee a devotee is not looking for being awed by the personality of godhead he wants to serve the personality of godhead so that's why he wants to see the lord in a way which in which he can serve the lord not in a way which the lord can't be served he want to engage in service and therefore the devotee um, but this is all important also because we have to understand how everything is related and because i know a little bit of astrology thanks to subala prabhu i don't know if he is in the audience <laughs> he 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 used to speak about some of astrological points and that's how i understood all this moon you know is controlling the mind and sun you know different things so in that way um then i understood okay yeah this is also explained in the in the shastras you know that these are the parts of the lord so that's why actually they are governing our parts so our different parts so like that so in this way we can understand all right so next question rishikesh dube rishikesh dube radhe radhe pranam ji hare krishna is nightfall wet dreams does break the regulative principles because it happens involuntarily also i never think of sex but it happens so yeah prabhupad mentioned about wet dreams one other person also asked me this kind of question um so anyway there is one verse in the shrimad bhagavatam let's see if i can find that i think it's a 11 17 or 18 chapter Eleven seventeen twenty-five. One observing the vow of celibate brahmachari life should never pass semen if the semen by chance spills out by itself the brahmachari should immediately take bath in water control his breath by pranayam and chant the gayatri mantra so for now you can chant hari krishna maha mantra so this is what has to be done and uh, what is the other hmm okay let's look at this So in the grahasthashram especially there may be so many accidents like this which may happen. So there is this there is this two verses 11.20.27 and 28 Jata shraddho mat kathaso nirvinnah sarva karmasu veda dukhatmakan kaman parityage pyanishwarah tato bhajet mam pritah shraddhalur dridhanishchayah jushamanaschatan kaman दुखो हैविंग अवेकेंड फेथ इन द नरेशन ऑफ माई ग्लोरीज बींग डिस्गस्टेड विद ऑल मेटीरियल एक्टिविटीज नोइंग दर ऑल सेंस ग्रैटिफिकेशन लीड्स टू मिजरी बट स्टिल बींग अनेबल टू रिनाउंस ऑल सेंस एंजॉयमेंट 
my devotee should remain happy and worship me with great faith and conviction even though he is sometimes engaged in sense enjoyment my devotee knows that all sense gratification leads to a miserable result and he sincerely repents such activities so there may be some accidents so one must repent and one must chant hari krishna and in this way try to um correct himself every time and every time and again <clears throat> so that is that next question question by pavitra mataji from bangalore um one second okay hari krishna prabhu please accept my humble obeisances my obeisances to all glorious shri prabhupad prabhu how to get detached from the family members who are not in krishna consciousness and are not willing to become krishna conscious in this advanced technological world where we get not only audio calls but video calls from elders every day and also she said family friends relatives etc so good you know the best way to keep them away is to preach to them preach to them no then they will get averse either they listen to you or they will run away from you <laughs> what else you can do if you stay quiet and don't preach then you will not be able to live you will be suffocated by their all these you know things so the best thing is given an opportunity preach hey today i read something start preaching i you know enough you know let's talk about other things they will say mm, sorry i can't talk about other things you know i you know, it doesn't give any more meaning why don't you understand you know these things so just talk like that and either they get irritated and get away from you and you can stay in peace or they will become devotees and still you will be in peace because then they will become devotees so best thing is to preach to them don't just keep quiet yeah, talk to them about krishna if they get irritated and get good riddance and if they get um, actually inspired then that's good for them <laughs> either way is good and the most important thing is you are not deviating from krishna consciousness you are not being disturbed whether they join or not you are not being disturbed now first of all you don't have to talk the rubbish that they talk you are talking about krishna so your consciousness is about krishna now and if they don't like it then you tell them straight see i have dedicated my this uh, my life for this and this is such an important thing and it's our culture uh, why are you not serious about it uh, let me tell you na and if you are not serious then i can't live i have no more interest in all these topics just tell straight the best thing is to be honest and tell straight maybe in a more nicer way than i'm telling you now but <laughs> but to tell them like these are my principles and actually when you when you demarcate your principles when you draw the line they will respect the line when you don't draw the line they don't know where the line is how can you expect them to know where the line is they will always try to push their idea to you only when we stand and defend our principles and um, you know fence ourselves with this preaching they will know they also won't know where the fence is like if you know two neighbors are there for example 
and there is no boundary wall nobody knows where is the actual where is my neighbor's house and where is my house suppose a neighbor comes and you know gets too close to our house and we say hey come on why why are you coming to them but then you tell me where the boundary is he may say if there is no definition of a boundary then you know i just they will come <laughs> so therefore we have to draw our fence so the fence means we will talk about krishna only and krishna topics ahasam to chan hari krishna and preach to them something about krishna if they take it take it that's good for them if they don't take it it's still good for you and it's still good for them also because if they hear it it is good for them but if they're not uh, devotees if they don't want to become devotees they themselves will not contact you anymore ah this person whenever i call him he will talk about krishna uh, enough enough i don't want to call him anymore good very good no so do like that try try and see if it works then uh, next question this is by bhaktin puja it's an interesting question but she already finished her quota of three questions <laughs> um wow we have so many so many questions uh, let's try first uh, other other people bhakta virendra wow his question is only coming now sometimes i consider ask him to be more authorized and bona fide than is con let's put it on the screen now it's a good review bhakta virendra is saying sometimes i consider ias came to be more authorized and bonafide than iskon although iskon has a large following and started preaching just after disappearance of shri prabhupad sometimes only you think ias came is more authorized <laughs> not all the time <laughs> see prabhupad gave them everything you know you don't we should understand that prabhupad gave them the whole worldwide movement they took it prabhupad did all the hard work and gave it to them and we are starting from zero now and when did we start really started preaching online and reaching out only the last 3 years last 3 years only before that it was all like calling and you know yeah there was some like philippines little bit but really reaching out online like this last 3 years only 2017 is when we released the rithvik video and that's when also our online classes are being published uh, on our facebook and on and youtube and that's when we really started on reaching out and even at that time it was not completely formalized or properly done it was just ad hoc and you know but now it is becoming more systematic a little bit more and more and more so is this we are 3 years into this and already we have more than a dozen centers preaching yeah they are small i accept but we have to start somewhere so it is um, yes it is definitely bonafide it is just that although we knew the rithvik system prabhu sunogopal prabhu knew since 1997 there there has been no preaching of the rithvik system as such at that time the internet also was not so widespread and also to initiate they were just waiting for the iskon to change and 10 years were wasted like that and then 2006 he was starting to think about how to cooperate with others and make them and whoever he knew he used to uh, contact them and try to call them on the phone and you know talk to them and something and then 
you know, he tried like that. And then, even in 2012, 2013, when we actually started to, you know, contact more of these uh, movements, it was not really through so much of the internet. It was through, like, word of mouth. So, internet-wise, we only started now. And like, give us some time, Prabhupada's, Prabhupada's movement will shine. So, it's just a matter of time. That all, all this will manifest. So, it's not about the numbers. We should not be worried about the numbers. When Prabhupada went alone to the United States, Gaudiamat was very big. 64 branches all over India. And Prabhupada was one man. And he left to the United States. And within 12 years, nobody knew what was Gaudiamat anymore. Everybody only was talking about ISKCON, ISKCON, ISKCON. Hare Krishna was just a household name the world over. In 12 years. So, we have to start somewhere. So, we've started. The endeavor is sincere. And we are based on pure orders of Srila Prabhupada. And therefore, the success is assured. It is just a matter of time. So, if you are on the right side of the war, then you will be blessed. If you are on the wrong side, you know. So, we have to be on the right side. All right, so next question. And actually, that was not even a question. That was a cheating. That was just a question mark, but it was a statement. Anyway, it was a good review. But please don't say sometimes. All the time. So we should, you should come to that uh, conviction. So you are not there yet. So we hope you come there soon. <laughs> um... Next, what is it? Yeah. Next by Bhaktavirendra again. How by the grace of Agalya, let's put it on the screen. Bhaktavirendra. Uh, question How by the grace of pure devotee, a non devotee, an impersonalist, an atheist, a demigod worshipper become a devotee of the Supreme Lord while we cannot preach these same people to become devotees of the Supreme Lord? A, a, a preacher, a devotee, should not preach to the envious, uh, faithless. But out of these impersonalists or non devotees or um, atheist, demigod worshipper, um, there are innocent people. There are among these people. There are inno innocent and the envious. So the envious is whom we stay away from. And firstly, we wouldn't know they are envious once we, unless we start speaking to them. So once we start speaking to them and we learn that they are envious, then we stay away from them better. But some of them, even though they may say they are atheists, they were only atheists because they did not have a proper explanation. But if they listen to a proper explanation, they might become theists. So, that is also there. Um, so, if they have a submissive attitude, then they can be preached to. But if they don't have it, then nothing much can be done. So, we have to engage those who are innocent and not the envious. And that's how we, have, we can preach to these people. Mm, next. Bhakta Virendra again. Third question. Last. Huh? <laughs>
um, why is Mahabharata called the Panchama Veda? Because it has all the rules of the Vedas, all the, ins all the instructions of the Vedas inside it already. Although it is a, not a Shruti literature, it is a Smriti literature, still it has all the teachings that are found in, otherwise found in the Vedas. In the form of Bhagavad Gita, in the form of you know, Bhishma, Bhishma Dev's teachings, in the Bhishma Parva. So many, so many ways there are so many in Vyada Gita also is there and so many like that. So therefore, it is considered the fifth Veda. It is very important. In fact, its Bhagavad Gita is also called Gita Upanishad. It's counted among the Upanishads. In fact, it is the essence of all Upanishads. In fact, Mahabharata has the information of Krishna more detailed than the Vedas themselves. And Srimad Bhagavatam even more detailed. So, like that. They are so important, that's why. Next question. Is practicing... Okay, Venkatesh Prabhu has uh, clarified his question. Is practicing Krishna consciousness selfish, thinking that I want to be away from this material disgusting world, whereas all suffering here and we leave them means we are selfish? Okay, good question. So, let us put it on the screen. It's an interesting question. <clears throat> so, we want to be away from this disgusting material world and because there is suffering here and we want to leave all this and that's why we are practicing Krishna consciousness. Is that selfish? So, yes. If we do it for that purpose. So, therefore, it is stated here in the Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 3, Chapter 29, Verse 10 Karma nirhara muddhishya parasminvata darpanam yajed yashtavya mitiva prithagbhava sasatvikaha When a devotee worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead and offers the results of his activities in order to free himself from the inebrieties of fruitive activities, his devotion is in the mode of goodness and he is still called as prithagbhava, a separatist. Because that is not the real pure devotion yet. Anything other than a pure devotion is a separatist mentality. So he wants to be free from the karmic reactions and go away from this material world. So that is also a separatist or selfish motive there. It's a, it's not ahaituki bhakti yet. But that's where usually people start. And that's why Krishna also started Bhagavad Gita from this platform. That you see, this world is full of suffering. Uh, you, you must get out of here. The second chapter, you see, uh, you are uh, spirit soul, you are not the body. Hmm? Why are you un not understanding death properly? Why are you grieving? Because you are not understanding it properly. Uh, to understand who you are the soul first. So all these things have to be first of all taught. Because we want to, usually we are only interested in our happiness. See Arjuna, where he started the Bhagavad Gita. He started with his own happiness. I won't be happy if I, even if I kill the entire opposite army, the Kaurava army. I will not be happy. So he is thinking about his happiness only. So Krishna wanted to correct that. Krishna did not immediately say, no, you must work for my happiness. No, he did not say. He gave him ideas how you can be happy. Huh? Like for example, you see, he spoke on his level first, but still, Teaching the Sanatan Dharma only, but 
analyzing his thought process and showing him where he is wrong. Hato va prapsis isvargam jitva va bhokshase mahim tasmad uttishtha kaunteya yuddhaya kritanishchaya. O son of Kunti, either you will be killed on the battlefield and attain the heavenly planets, or you will conquer and enjoy the earthly, earthly kingdom. Therefore, get up with determination and fight. Where is your loss here? If you fight, you will enjoy the kingdom. If you die, you will attain the heaven. Where is the loss? So in this way, he's many many things he's explaining like this. You see, if you if you do not fight like you want to do, this is what is going to happen to you. First of all, considering your specific duty as a kshatriya, you should know that there is no better engagement for you than fighting on religious principles, and so there is no need of hesitation. No need for hesitation. See, he's talking about the level of kshatriya duty, not really the platform of the soul service to the super soul you must follow my order not yet but you see you are a kshatriya even as a kshatriya you are not following your duty by doing what you are doing by running away from the battlefield uh, then next he says yadrichaya chopamannam svargadwaram apavritam sukhina kshatriya partha labhante yuddham idrisham happy are the kshatriyas to whom such fighting opportunities come unsought opening for them the doors of the heavenly planets next atachetvam imam dharmyam if, however, you do not perform your religious duty of fighting, then you will certainly incur sins for neglecting your duties and thus lose your reputation as a fighter. In the next life, you are going to suffer because of your sins and in this life also you will suffer because of your reputation will be gone. You are reputed as a very great fighter, the greatest archer. But all that will be null and void if you behave like this. So, here also you are going to lose your fame. In the next life, if you think you will be happy, don't think so. Because... You are incurring sin because you are running away from your duty as a Kshatriya. So, he is, this is all material considerations, right? It is not a spiritual consideration. But he is attacking it or analyzing it from every angle possible. So that there is no room for excuse. In whichever way you want to look at it, you have to fight Arjuna. This is what Krishna was explaining. You see, people, people will always speak of your infamy. And for a respectable person, dishonor is worse than death. How can you live in this world uh, with everybody just uh, dishonoring you? Yeah? The great generals who have highly esteemed your name and fame will think that you have left the battlefield out of fear only and thus they will consider you insignificant. Your enemies will describe you in many unkind words and scorn your ability. What could be more painful for you? That's why then he said, either you will be killed on the battlefield and attain the heavenly king planets or you will be, you will conquer and enjoy the earthly kingdom. Therefore, get up with determination and fight. And then, then he goes to Buddhi Yoga. Do thou fight for the sake of fighting without considering happiness or distress, loss or gain, victory or defeat and by so doing you shall never incur sin. So, because he is, he wants to, you know, because that's what, that's what, that was Arjuna's Aho Batamahat Papam, that was Arjuna's argument in the first in the end of the first chapter. We are committing such great sin by killing. So Krishna is correcting him, no, you are not committing sin. You are doing your duty as a Kshatriya. Kshatriya should not see that even his son has done something wrong, he must punish his son. Hmm. So the Kshatriya duty. So in this way, uh, Krishna is attacking it from all angles of vision. The point I'm showing you this is because. Okay, let's bring up the question again, you see.
are we selfish so because in the beginning the consideration is always selfish nobody is interested in krishna krishna consciousness also when we start we are not interested in krishna really we are interested in how we can benefit or we we are interested in satisfying our curiosity we are not sati- we are not, not interested in how to make krishna happy yes let me read bhagavad gita and learn how to make krishna happy nobody is interested in that way they are all interested in that's why it is called artho arthartha jignasur gyani sukriti narjana they are pious whole thing is their own satisfaction their distress must be solved they are uh, they are wanting some money they, that they want or they want, they are inquisitive so they want their satisfaction by getting some knowledge or those who are wise uh, they must know okay they know so they, they go not with complete devotion but to you know rid themselves of sinful activity something like this so this is not pure devotion yet so it starts off as selfish because we are interested in selfish so krishna addresses our selfish desires and tells us that if you really are interested in your own selfish desire swarthagatim then you must understand that is vishnu real self interest is actually to serve vishnu that is your real self interest and then you will benefit uh, oh i will benefit the best way by serving krishna okay let me serve krishna and when one starts serving krishna and then he understands oh actually i should not even be bothered about my thing i must just serve krishna for his satisfaction anukulena krishnanusilanam bhakti ruttama and that is explained in that shrimad bhagavatam 3 and 12 i'll read the translation the manifestation of unadulterated oh sorry the manifestation of unadulterated devotional service is exhibited when one's mind is at once attracted to hearing the transcendental name and qualities of the supreme personality of godhead who is residing in everyone's heart just as the water of the ganges flows naturally down toward the towards the ocean such devotional ecstasy uninterrupted by any material condition flows towards the supreme lord without any reason without any cause so that is pure devotion so it starts off as selfish but it goes to selfless as one progresses next question um let's see the next question in the history of ajamil the woman who helped brahmachari ended up being cursed so she should not have helped okay consider this way <clears throat> she helped and got cursed but then belumangal thakur was liberated and she he gave her the position of guru and she also would have gotten liberated because she was the one who she was instrumental in liberating one person from this material world so she actually benefited from that so called curse so although it immediately looked very bad but eventually it was you know it happened in a good way for both of them belumangal thakur but it was not without <laughs> uh, ups and downs uh, i mean they went and she became a prostitute and he became lusty and after leaving her he still became lusty and then he blinded himself and all this is not very uh, nice to do but it it all happened and ultimately krishna they attained krishna 
and chintamani also because of bilamangal thakur's uh, becoming a pure devotee she would have been blessed definitely because krishna says there's no one more dear to one who than one who preaches my message and chintamani preached to bilamangal thakur and made him devotee so in that way she also he considered her a guru <clears throat> so in that way she would also have benefited so otherwise usually it is not the case you know um, uh, you know a girl you know like um helped like what is that saved him of course that was a saving there was nothing wrong in what she did but out of you know being a brahmachari he was you know like a little bit puffed up and he cursed her there was nothing wrong in her doing so because she just wanted to save him but you know he was thinking oh how come you know you're touching me and what is this yeah, as if she was lusty she was not so there was a misunderstanding on his part so that's why he became you know because of his pride the pride was crushed and he became uh, a lusty man and um, she was promoted she you know of course she became a prostitute <laughs> that's not a promotion but she came in contact with biluvangal thakur who actually achieved a high, high state of devotion in his previous life and as we see here shrimad bhagavatam canto 3 chapter 23 text 55 sango yah samsrater hetur asatsu vihito dhiya Oh, not Bilvangal. Okay, <laughs> about Ajamil. Okay, never mind. Let's go to Bilvangal Thakur and come to Ajamil. Sango ya samrsite hetor asatsu vihito dhya saeva sadhu shukrito nisangatva ya kalpate. Association for sense gratification is certainly the path of bondage, but the same type of association performed with a saintly person leads to the path of liberation, even if performed without knowledge. so the chintamani she you know benefited from that now she is asking is regard to ajamil not belumangal thakur is that the case no it was belumangal thakur story that in the previous life a woman helped him because he was actually drowning in the water in the river he went to take bath in the river but the current was strong and he w- was drowning and then she saw him you know going in the water and she, he did not know how to swim but she knew how to swim and she went and that's what i understand bilumangal thakur ajamil no i don't think it's ajamil or was it ajamil i think bilumangal thakur or ajamil i don't know i think ajamil <laughs> i forgot i'm very bad at these stories mm so well uh, i don't know but whatever it is it all became successful i mean for a jamil for his name to be mentioned in bhagavatam um you know a jamil's name for a jamil's name to be mentioned in the bhagavatam is itself a great achievement you see so these are you know maybe i think it was a jamil <coughs> so anyway yeah i i mix up sometimes stories so i thought it was bilmangal thakur probably it's a jamil so i so anyway um 
if it was a jamil who who the prostitute became like that eventually he became a devotee and she also became a devotee so looks like the end was good but it did not happen exactly the same way as would have been expected of a dutiful brahmana but anyway whatever has happened has happened sometimes it is so okay this is how we can understand these things so immediately a action or action can be good or bad we should always um think of performing what is right but sometimes even if something happens certain things wrong like if the brahmachari he thinks that um oh um, why she should help me when he was drowning so so he if he even if he thinks that and that is wrong and then he cursed and she counter cursed him even if that happens so it was all bad it all turned out bad but when it somehow or other connects to krishna it becomes good like for example um in a house if the husband i'm oh, sorry if the wife is very you know non cooperative and you know doesn't help the husband in the devotional life then the wife is has to be given up and one has to take sanyas um so it is actually considered not good to have a wife like that but if one can take sanyas or you know become a devotee because of that detached from family life that is a blessing so even apparently bad things when it is somehow or other connected with krishna the result becomes good like prabhupad he left his wife but then the result is very good because he he preached whole all over the world so but it, if it was not for krishna anything uh, uh, um troublesome family life is not a auspicious thing it's a, it's a you know a platform of problems right is a platform of problems but then if it is taken in in krishna consciousness so it depends on our consciousness how we take it um so should help or should not help sometimes these are hard to you know um gauge at that time but somehow or other if it's connected with krishna then it will become good so we should try always to do of course the right thing but sometimes things happen for reasons that is not immediately known but then eventually it becomes known so like that so <clears throat> next question i'm very bad with the stories i always mix up things nitai sevani dasi nitai sevani mata ji what is this how can one hmm it's quite a serious question nitai sevani mata ji so hari krishna prabhu ji how can one has to tolerate if someone who is living with and torturing on us without any without our any fault it may be spouse kindly answer <sighs> well this is a tough part among gets a life partner who is abusive that is a very tough situation we should understand that nothing happens without the will of the lord if this is happening to me 
then definitely I must have done this to someone, maybe, in my previous life, and that's why I'm getting it back. And the only way it can um, be rectified is to, to engage in devotional service. So we must chant Hare Krishna. So the only way, Aham Tvam Sarvapape Bhyo Mokshe we are in particular situations and suffering because of our previous actions and everything can be adjusted when we chant Hare Krishna. I know personally of a woman, I will not mention exactly who, um, who is also undergoing a similar situation. The husband does not agree, does not agree to even the devotional activities of her and um, even beads are not allowed and um, Krishna's pictures are not allowed, books are not allowed but she still chants 16 rounds on her fingers on her fingers she chants 16 rounds and she is still keeping that vow and uh, she cooks for Krishna and eats only prasadam and gives prasadam to husband and children and in that way she is living so I know of such a woman and um, so yeah we have to of course it is stated here I'll show you 7 11 28 A chaste woman should not be greedy. Oh, sorry. A chaste woman should not be greedy but satisfied in all circumstances. She must be very expert in handling household affairs and should be fully conversant with religious principles. She should speak pleasingly and truthfully and should be very careful and always clean and pure. Thus, a chaste woman should engage with affection in the service of a husband who is not fallen. Now, one who is not a devotee, however, is the most fallen and condemned. It is recommended, therefore, that a chaste wife not associate with a fallen husband. A fallen husband is one who is addicted to the four principles of sinful activity, namely illicit sex, meat-eating, gambling and intoxication. Specifically, if one is not a soul surrendered to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is understood to be contaminated. Thus, a chaste woman is advised not to agree to serve such a husband. It is not that a chaste woman should be like a slave while her husband is Naradham, the lowest of men. Although the duties of a woman are different from those of a man, a chaste woman is not meant to serve a fallen husband. If her husband is fallen, it is recommended that she give up his association. Giving up the association of her husband does not mean, however, that a woman should marry again and thus indulge in prostitution. If a chaste woman unfortunately marries a husband who is fallen, she should live separately from him. Similarly, a husband can separate himself from a woman who is not chaste according to the description of the Shastra. The conclusion is that a husband should be a pure Vaishnava and that a woman should be chaste wife and with all symptoms uh, described in this regard. Then both of them will be happy and make spiritual progress in Krishna consciousness. So this is the this is an instruction given here. But usually this is not to be immediately done. Oh, he's not a devotee. Give up. Divorce. File divorce. So we must try. So as I told this woman that I know, um, She's still trying <laughs> after many, many years. Um, patient. And we have examples like Mandodari, Ravana's wife. She was very chaste, one of the top most chaste women 
in Vedic history. And she's the wife of a demon, Ravana. But she still stayed chaste. So, did not give her give him up. But holding on. So, we should try if we can live. Uh, but if we can't, it is just becoming intolerable to live. Then we have to move on and separate. It's hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. But this way we learn tolerance. Just like... I have I know many men also who have women who are absolutely terror in the house and they also can't do their devotional service and it just create hell for the man both ways both ways there are examples um, what to do they are just putting putting it I mean they're just you know living there and trying to you know improve in their spiritual life more and more and when the time comes eventually, you know, if they can give up, good for them, you know. But especially for a woman, she can't take sannyas or anything. She has to go back to her family's place or something like that. And one must gauge whether I can really go, whether she can really go back or if anybody will ever take her to offer her shelter. These things also have to be considered. So many complications are there. But anyway, just chant Hare Krishna and try to chant 16 rounds and read Prabhupada's books. Now at least, at least you have access to internet you can even come to this live stream the woman that i know can't do that um at least you have this um much freedom so use it use it so that you can benefit and prabhupada's books are there you can download it as an app pocket vedas or you can download the ebooks from krishnapath.org and read his books and chant Hare krishna and attend these live streams and classes you will you know at least you have the, that opportunity you know so look for that silver lining in the cloud so these are all the silver lining so take advantage of these first and see if the situation improves like for example Prabhupada's sister she was a devotee but her husband was a meat eater fish eater and everything and even womanizer and drunkard also sometimes he would just go out and for months he would not return home nobody knows where he went and she just tolerated and tolerated and tolerated and finally after many many years he became a devotee he became and he became very thankful to his wife who served him even though she he was so bad to her so and then he became a devotee like that even sometimes it can happen like that also so whatever happens you stick to religious principles chanting Hare krishna and reading prabhupada's books and if possible attending these live streams and associating with devotees like that that will be helpful. <coughs> okay, next. Um, Rahul Singh. Which guna is associated with darkness and how? Tamoguna. Tamoguna is darkness. And how? How means? Darkness is in Tamoguna. Next. Um, I don't know how, how, how else to answer that question. Next. Uh, Sharanam Ramprasad. What advice can you give to teenagers who want to be in Krishna conscious? Good question. You know why? We had a teenager who got into a problem. Anyway, <laughs> usually it's these group of people who are fired up about joining. So what advice can you give to teenagers who wants to be Krishna conscious? So it's good. I mean, but sometimes, you know, the, you can run into problems because until one is 18 years old, he is considered... Um, a minor 
and it will have sometimes legal implications if you try to run away from your home and you know join the temple sometimes the temple can be held legally responsible for misleading a minor or something like that anyway that's their understanding of a minor of a person i mean sukadeva swami was 16 years old when he spoke the bhagavatam he's a minor but great sages came and listened to him so they don't understand that actually devotional service one acts one who accepts it is very very mature actually he actually has understood the aim of life whereas even the 80 90 100 year old hasn't figured it out yet but a devotee has already figured it out at the age of a teenager but you know in legal ways they don't understand all these things so they say 18 is the cut off time and after that 18 years of age one is considered a major and if one makes the move to become full time is advised that he makes after 18 when he can be legally independent of his parents <clears throat> so if that becomes a problem but in the meantime we must become serious in devotional service this is not about we're not hard bent on you know breaking families or that's not our business but i mean for so many reasons parents can um disagree with the child right so many reasons i mean sometimes a boy wants to go away with some girl and the parents don't allow no 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 you cannot get married to this girl you know there can be disagreements and the, and the boy may actually leave home and never see them for that reason any reason can happen but for krishna that is the best reason that can happen but it's not exactly that we want to fight with the parents no we're not saying that you must fight with your parents but be serious in krishna consciousness and krishna will open the door for you at the right time and as long as you're minor stay with the parents and become serious in the meantime and after that krishna will open the door when he opens the door then you can always join you know um no problem but if the parents agree even when you're a minor good well and good yeah so but become serious it's not about the circumstances not the parents not anything else you if you are serious then krishna will arrange if you say no actually you know what i cannot join because of that because of this that means you are not serious if you are serious krishna will help as i said god helps those who help themselves so how to help ourselves first of all be in the right mindset yes i want to serve krishna so if we have that mindset then krishna will help arrange the other things but we will wait wait for our time just like ragunath das goswami always was running from the home nitanand prabhu said don't behave like a madman just stay in your house and you know wait for the time wait for your time and he you know <laughs> engaged in his household uh, duties and waited for the time and when the time came he ran and this time he was not caught by his father so anyway that's that next bhakta virendra your quota of three questions has passed so we'll go to next person ayappa prabhu bhakta ayappa i have few questions can we use sambrani aka dhoop cone instead of normal stick incense for daily aarti you can actually i read somewhere that uh, i don't know how much it is true though i don't know that the bamboo that is used in the agarbatti the stick is sometimes actually it's kind of poison or something like that i don't know they say like that i don't know how much is true sambrani you can use i mean sambrani means the dhoop cone yeah you can use that not a problem why in some temples krishna has mustache he presides in the name of 
Parthasarathi in Chennai, a very old temple. So in that, while, so is that while Kurukshetra War Lord has moustache? Tamil people they put moustache. They like to put moustache. So <laughs> I'm not against Tamil people. That's what I see. So we don't get that same description. I don't know, but uh, we don't have such. Kurukshetra also you can see the picture where Krishna did not have moustache or something. Anyway, whether he has moustache or not, he is Krishna only. So, in Tamil, they are used to that. Whether it's established by Acharya or somebody, who normal person. But we don't, when Acharya established, Krishna established, I mean, Prabhupada established temples. They did not put moustache for Krishna. So, we, we follow that. Next, um, appreciation. What is this? Appreciations are dangerous. <laughs> they fuel the pride. Appreciation from Nabajit. Hare Krishna Prabhu really helps us to overcome fear and idiocy in this material world only by the association of devotees like you, not me. It clears our future direction with real knowledge. Vanis of the founder Acharya. Pranam to these verses as came across. Beautifully said by Lord Shiva to Parvati, Padma Puran 6, 20, 253.176. Ah, let me put in the screen, otherwise you don't know what I'm saying. One second. I'm sorry, it's getting very late for you all. Already 10.45. You see, we have not answered all questions. Some of them I left because the three question rule. I'm just trying to keep to that because we need to navigate. So, okay, he said, Hare Krishna Prabhu, it really helps to overcome fear and idiocy in this material world only by the association of devotees like you, not me. It clears our future direction with real knowledge. Vanis of the founder Acharya, pranam to these verses as came across. Beautifully said by Lord Shiva. To Parvati, Padma Puran. Aradhananam Sarvesham Vishnu Aradhanam Param. Mahajan Shiva said to Parvati, of all types of worship, Vishnu worship is supreme. Tasmat Parataram Devi Tadhyanam Samarchanam. However, worship of Vishnu's devotees is even superior to that. Yat sevaya bhagavataha ratiraso bhavetivraha padayor vyasan ardhanaha. Serving the feet of great devotees will give you intense transcendental ecstasy, attachment for Sri Krishna, and vanquish all your miseries. All verses, Srila Prabhupada. Thank you very much. What is the next? Um, Virendra Prabhu says, I love ISK and have faith in their preaching. Hare Krishna. <laughs> um, next question. Wow. How many we have? Okay, almost. Okay, this is the last. Yeah, this is the last. Saundaryutama Subramanyan. Okay, the question is, let's put it on the screen. Garbhuda Gusai Vishnu's navel, lotus stemmed, 14 locusts created, Satyatre, hmm? 14 locusts created, 
Satya Treta Dwapara Kaliuga and Universe. Does each universe creation same eight million four hundred thousand species? In this universe eight million four hundred thousand and others other universes? I don't know. Maybe it's the same, maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's the same. I don't know. Maybe there's references to that, I don't know. In this universe is eight million four hundred thousand species. And it's 14 lokas, that's the size of this universe. But other universes, there are bigger sizes, much, much bigger than this one. Maybe they have more, I don't know. This universe, 8,400,000 species. All right, I think we have come to the end of the session. And I'm sorry I left out some questions because it's already very, very late. I really can't go through every one of them. Uh, I'm sorry if I made mistakes. I think regarding the Bilumangal Thakur, I think it was, yeah, Ajamil, now I remember. Sandhagopal Prabhu told me about this, uh, the, the girl saving the Brahmachari. So yeah, sorry for the mistakes. And how many of you are here? I don't know, 29, 39, I don't know. Anyway, thank you very much for putting up with this and asking so many wonderful questions. And we hope to see you in the next AMA session, which is two weeks from now. And otherwise, we will see you, I mean not tomorrow, Wednesday on the Bhagavad Gita class. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Ananta Kodi Vrind ki jai. Itai Gaur Primanande. Hari Hari Bol. Hare Krishna.